This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely. Positively. FedEx. Airbnb. I just got invited to the first wedding of the summer. Yeah. Happens to be a gay wedding. Nice. Very excited to attend. And the first thing that you did, Jack? Book a hotel for the wedding. Okay. Second thing that you did? List my place as available that weekend on Airbnb. Millions of people host on Airbnb, but millions more have never even thought about hosting. Here's the thing. We've said it's great to make money while you sleep. Actually, Warren Buffett said that. Well, when you're an Airbnb host, you make money while you sleep and... While someone else sleeps. That's why anytime I'm traveling, I immediately jump into Airbnb and set my house as available. It's that easy. So Yetis, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is sponsored by Audible, the home of storytelling. Protect her. That's from the opening chapter of The Last Thing He Told Me. Or is it protect her. It's Protector. Yeah, it's like that. It's a thrilling mystery my wife and I listened to on Audible. It actually got adapted into a TV show, but it was way more riveting as an audiobook, wasn't it, man? It's about a tech executive who disappears when his company gets indicted on accounting fraud. But he disappeared to protect her. And honestly, we shouldn't say anymore. Let's stop we that. We listen to the whole audiobook on Audible while driving in the car on road trips. And you should too. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. That's audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. This is Nick. This is Jack. It's Thursday, the new Friday, September 14th. And today's pod is the best one yet. It is a T-Boy, Jack. Nick, we were just talking about Gladiator, the movie, right? Yes, we were. How often do you think about the Roman Empire, Jack? I just was a second ago. I think frequently to quite frequently. That's <laughs> so all gonna... I needed to know, Jack. That's all I needed to know. First story, what do we got for today's show? Reporters just discovered a new feature hidden in the code of the Uber app. Uber's next product could be its biggest yet. Uber chores. For our second story, 146,000 Detroit auto workers go on strike tonight unless they reach a deal with GM, Ford, and Chrysler. But there's an elephant in the negotiating room, and that elephant is Tesla. And our third and final story is Coca-Cola. They just unveiled the first ever soda designed by artificial intelligence. And Jack and I found a connection between AI soda, goldfish crackers, and our podcast. And the Holy Roman Empire. It all comes full <laughs> circle. <laughs> but yet is before we hit that wonderful mix. The Roman Legion would have loved today's show, Jack. It is a sad day in America. Because we just lost one of the greats. Yes, we did. Jack, can we please have a moment of silence for... The self-serve soda fountain. The self-serve soda machine. Yeti's McDonald's just announced that they are getting rid of the self-serve sodas out there. The self-serve soda machine. The giant sticky box next to the napkins with soda dispensing buttons. Oh, the self-serve soda fountain. Eight nozzles, eight different drinks, and one huge ice cube shoot. Just push your cup against the tab of your choice and let her rip. Jack, fill it up, let those bubbles go down, and then tap, 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 tap her off. And each machine had that awkward little white tab if you just wanted water. For some reason, it was really small, highly inconvenient when it should have been very convenient. And each machine also had 
ice dispensed at 100 miles per hour into your cup. If you wanted to get ice from this thing, you needed health insurance, Jack. But the best part of the self-serve soda machine is the free refills. Fill her up one more time before you head out the door. <laughs> Why not? And we all had one buddy who remixed every time. Yeah, that buddy Timmy, one part Coke, one part root beer, and a splash of Sprite. Or maybe a splash of High C if you're feeling lucky. Pro tip if you know, you know. But Yetis, the self-serve soda machine, it wasn't just a machine, it was also freedom. Because it's the rare case of a business trusting the customer. But now Ronald McDonald is eliminating those machines because people don't really dine in at the restaurants anymore. Apparently everyone's doing the drive through these days so the soda machine is just not used as much as it used to be. So the self-serve soda machine its days are numbered. Yeah it is. If you're on the highway right now pull over if you see those golden arches and give it one more pump. Do yourself a DIY Dr. Pepper with a splash of something because it may be your last. Jack let's pour one out for the self-serve soda machine. Let's pour one out. Literally. Fifteen years before this song, two boys from the Northeast met in the dorm. They had an idea to cause a cultural storm. It's the best one yet, but the best is the norm. Jack, Nick, that's it. I don't even think they need to practice. 50%, that's a fat tip. T-Boy City on your at list. If you know, you know, because we ready to go. We can't wait no more, so just start the show. For our first story, Uber's secret next product could be its biggest one yet. It's called Uber Chores. The future of Uber is mowing your lawn or walking your dog or assembling your furniture. But yet he's before we kick off this story, Jack and I got to whip up a full disclosure here. This is Nick, that's Jack, and neither of us can code. My Python HTML JavaScript it's rusty. I think you just C++ the Eng team on that one, Jack. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means, Nick. But one reporter over at Bloomberg can code, and they just discovered something interesting, something hidden in the Uber app. They discovered the words Uber chore. Now, Jack, we should sprinkle on some context here, but there is not a lot of context here, actually. <laughs> yeah, but the code does suggest that in the future, you can't just Uber ride or Uber eat you can also hail an Uber chore. It appears that Uber is building a task-like feature that would be similar to TaskRabbit or Angie's List. You'll be able to hail an Uber tasker to come to your home and work on something for you. The coding shows specifically that you could book a person to do a chore for at least one hour at a set rate. Now, Yetis, given the endless types of tasks that exist in this world... This could actually be Uber's widest ranging product yet. It would mean that eventually a single Uber worker could drop you off, deliver you a pad thai, and install that Sony TV you've been sitting on. Think about it. There's so many things you could hail an Uber tasker to do. Like first, inside your home. You could Uber to mow your lawn or to move your couch or to paint your front porch. Or you could use Uber chores for outside of the home needs. You could Uber them to drop off your package or pick up your prescription of thytastrosol because you still have that thing on your thigh. Hell, maybe after a few good experiences, you hire an Uber tasker to do something highly personal for you. Maybe Uber babysits the baby and then walks your puppy, Jack? <laughs> I don't know about either of those, but yeah, maybe. I mean, Jack, if you could get a massage on this thing, I'd be Ubering massages every third Tuesday. You'd have to have a six-star rating to let them babysit the baby. Uber back rub, I'm willing to take the risk, Jack. <laughs> But Yetis, we're talking about a service that's a whole new territory for Uber. I mean, I guess they would have to bring their own oil unless you had the oil at your house, Jack. Exactly. If this feature involves someone entering your home or handling your things or touching your body, 
a lot of due diligence Uber has to figure out. Now I'm rethinking the whole thing, but I'm not against the deep tissue, Jack. Yeah, yeah, he's, there's a whole lot of terms and conditions the lawyers have to whip up before they launch this. Yeah, Uber chores just became Uber liability. But still, Uber chores could be a larger opportunity than Uber rides or Uber eats. And that would truly make Uber a verb. You can Uber a ride, Uber some raviolis, or Uber a repairman with Uber chores. So, Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at Uber? Time for the tech industry to respect their elders. Yetis, you know who the biggest beneficiary of Uber chores would be? It would be old people. The bigger market and the bigger economic impact isn't Gen Z. It's boomers. That's the way Jack and I see it, because that older demographic is big, is wealthy, and now they probably have a smartphone and they've probably used Uber. But Nick, they're getting older and they can use a hand every now and then. And their children are busy adults right now who can't help out all the time. So Uber chores could fill in that gap instead. College Katie, yeah, she could use Uber chore to save time. That would be a convenience. But 82-year-old Andy, he needs Uber chores to pick up his prescription or to shovel the walkway so he can get to his car. That would be a necessity. Yeah, he's every tech company right now is obsessed with getting young people under 30. But the bigger business opportunity for this is people over 60. Uber chores would be the perfect opportunity for big tech to finally start respecting their elders. For our second story, today is the last day to avoid a huge strike that would shut down the entire American car industry. Except Tesla. <laughs> because Ford, GM, and Chrysler factories, three huge companies will shut down starting at midnight. Yetis, the year of the strikes continues. Jack, you whip out the whiteboard for us and chalk up the numbers. Actors are on strike. Writers are on strike. UPS was going to go on strike. Even the Starbucks baristas threatened to go on strike right before PSL season. But now, Nick, for the first time ever, the Detroit Auto Worker Union is going on a triple strike. Going on strike against all three Detroit car companies, Ford, General Motors, and Chrysler, at, At the, the same, same time. time. The strike, which probably begins tomorrow, would cost the U.S. economy $500 million a day in F-150s that aren't getting made. Sit down, stand up, and strap me in again. Jack, you got any more context you can throw at us? If the strike lasts for a month, which would be really bad, it would measurably dent America's GDP. And here's why, Yetis. Because the United Auto Workers Union, it represents 146,000 American workers. The UAW is like the 51st state of the United States. And Jack, what is the one top of the list thing that this union wants, like every union? More money, more pay, more wages. More money, less problems. The UAW is demanding a 40% increase in wages over the next four years. They're like, hey, executive pay is up 40%. Why not raise the pay for Pistol Pete making the pistons on these things? And the union, it's got a war chest. It can survive a strike right now. Get this. The union for the car workers has $825 million in a strike fund so they can pay out the workers even if they're not going to work because they're striking. That is a war chest right there. And where do we stand exactly in this battle of the economic forces of the auto industry, Jack? Negotiations are still far apart as of the recording this pod. Car companies think a 40% pay increase is crazy. They're only offering 16% more. Now, Yetis, I lived in Michigan for a year. That is a great qualification for this story. Nick visited me and we checked out the city of Detroit Which is together. also a great qualification for this story. So we should tell you 
that car work in America is the ultimate historical middle-class job. Go back in history, Yetis. Back in the day, a Michigander working at Ford could afford two cars, two homes, and a boat on the lake. Why don't you, Jack? Come over for Labor Day. <laughs> and the UAW Auto Union wants that reality again. Yeah, get this. Not only do they want to increase their pay 40%, they also want a full pension for the auto workers. They want today's auto workers to have what yesterday's auto workers had a guaranteed monthly retirement payout for life. <laughs> That's not all. The car union also wants to work only a 32-hour work week. Must be nice. But we should point out that car workers today work incredibly hard to make those cars. Car working today is not easy. We're talking 12-hour shifts just to make that chassis every day of the week for some of the workers. And they're only getting five days of vacation a year after all that physical work. Jack, you ever seen a carburetor get made? It herniated my disc just watching it. So 146,000 auto workers just demanded more money, a pension, 32-hour work week, and that's a problem for the car companies. That's a problem, and partially because of our takeaways. So, Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over in the whole car industry? There is an elephant in that negotiating room. That elephant is Tesla. Yeah, here's the awkward part about the union's huge requests on the automakers. Detroit workers want more when Tesla workers are already making less. Because Ford, General Motors, and Chrysler, their workers are unionized, but Tesla workers are not unionized. That's why Tesla's workers are getting 30% less pay and benefits on average than the workers of the UAW. Okay, so what we're saying here, besties, is that the United Auto Workers want 40% more pay when they're already getting 30% more than the Tesla workers. So if you're the CEO of like GM, you must think your workers should be grateful that they're working for GM and not for Elon. Well, they're going on strike. So clearly those GM workers are not that grateful. There's an elephant in the negotiating room between the UAW and the car makers. And that elephant, it's Tesla. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Yeah, it is. How good is the feeling of finally getting something off your chest? You've been wanting to say it. You've been waiting to say it. But you bottled it up. In Waspy, Vermont, where I grew up, we didn't talk much about our problems. We were encouraged to keep them to yourself. Yeah, it is. Bottling up your feelings is just horrible for you because eventually it blows up with an outburst. And then while it's stewing, it makes your whole stomach feel terrible. We encourage you to get it off your chest. And the perfect place to do that is therapy. You will not believe how good it feels to say something that has been left unsaid and you can practice with a therapist and then end up telling your loved ones the best way possible later on. You don't have to tell them, but you could. It's 100% up to you. Oh, and by the way, what you tell your therapist remains completely confidential. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash T-Boy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash T-Boy. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. 
Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. For our third and final story, Coca-Cola just launched the first ever soda designed by AI. But this reminds us of goldfish crackers and our podcast, The Best One Yet. Let us explain. We'll get to that in the takeaway. But first, Jetties, Jack and I like to say that nostalgia never dies. But what's the other thing we like to say? We also like to say that novelty never loses. And both of these sound like James Bond movies. Or James Taylor lyrics. But let's talk about novelty never loses. Because, Yetis, that is why we're seeing a wave of artificial intelligence firsts that are hitting a powerful consumer desire. Novelty. Like the first rap song written by artificial intelligence. Or the first AI-painted picture created by AI. Or the first AI-generated comic book. And now we've got the first ever AI-formulated soda. Coca-Cola says that their AI assisted their humans to find the optimal mix of carbonated flavors. Now, Yetis, we'll break it down for you. This new Coca-Cola AI soda is called Y3000. Y3000, not to be confused with Andre 3000. Or the Jonas Brothers 3000. And Coke says, that this new drink tastes like the future. So they called it Y3000, the year 3000. Y3K. It also comes with a QR code so you can scan that code and buy AI merchandise. Because QR codes are futuristic. It tastes like the future. But yet, is this AI-generated soda, it's actually part of a bigger strategy at Coca-Cola. Interestingly, Jack and I noticed Coca-Cola has a limited-time-only strategy. You can get this futuristic soda only for six months, and then it's in the past. It's gone forever. It's part of a new thing Coca-Cola has called their Creators Line. And what is this exactly, Jack? Every three months, they have a new LTO, limited-time-offer drink. And then it's gone forever. Like Coke launched a Metaverse flavored drink and then it disappeared. And a League of Legends video game flavored drink and now it's gone. And then a NASA space flavored drink and then poof, it's MIA. Because we're all wondering what video games in space taste like. <laughs> so you'd have to buy it. Now Coke says that all of these limited time only drinks taste 85% like regular old Coca-Cola. But it's the 15% that's mysterious and new. So here's the strategy here, Yetis. Novelty intrigue and limited time only. All three of those are the forces that get you to buy more Coca-Cola. There you go. But Yetis, this story reminds us of a takeaway about goldfish that we did five months ago. It reminds us about goldfish crackers and it reminds us of our very own podcast. So Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at Coca-Cola? Our takeaways take specific news and find general insights from them. Yetis, let's take Coke's strategy here. It's actually the exact same strategy that we saw with goldfish crackers back in April. Back in April, we noticed Dunkin' Donuts Pumpkin Spice Limited Edition goldfish on the shelves. That was strange. So we jumped in T-boy style and we discovered that crazy goldfish flavors are driving sales of regular goldfish. Just like crazy limited time only Cokes are driving sales of regular Cokes right now. So then Jack and I were looking at this whole story and we realized, wait a second, there's actually a similarity here. That's the goal of all of our takeaways. All of our takeaways find a general insight from the specific news of the day. Exactly. Jack and I want the takeaway we did in one story to be relevant to another story. We want our insights to transcend the specific story that we're covering that day. Because if the news story isn't particularly relevant to you, then our takeaway is...
Jack, can you whip up the takeaways for us for the new Friday? Uber accidentally revealed in their code what they're working on next. Uber chores from an Uber tasker. Oh, the tech industry, it's obsessed with Gen Z, but it's time to respect its elders. For our second story, the workers of the Detroit car makers are going on strike tonight. And Tesla is the elephant in the room. What comes next? Either a standoff or a compromise. And our third and final story is Coca-Cola. Their AI-formulated soda is helping drive sales of the whole Coke franchise. It's the same strategy we saw with Goldfish's funky flavors. Every product needs a wingman. And our takeaways never die. But Yetis, this pod's not over yet. Here's what else you need to know today. Birkenstock has officially filed their IPO paperwork. Ticker symbol for the stock? Burke? The Birkenstock stock, called Burke, is expected to go public at an $8 billion valuation this fall. Uh, that ticker should be clog. And second, the North Korean leader Kim Jong-un met with Vladimir Putin in Russia yesterday. Communist to communist, the North Korean dictator strongly supports Putin's war in Ukraine. And finally, the FDA announced that Sudafed, Mucinex, and Benadryl aren't actually effective at decongesting your nose. If you took the oral Sudafed pill, and you're still stuffed up, you're not crazy. Yeah, because we all said, am I crazy? Am I still stuffed over here? Apparently, the nasal spray works better. Ah, you got to go direct to nostril. D to N. Now, time for the best fact yet. This one sent in by legendary Yeti Andrea Hall from lovely Southfield, Michigan. Yesterday, we told you which fruit has the highest water content. The watermelon, shocker, it's 96% water, not too shabby. What about the vegetables, Nick? Which vegetable has the highest water content? It's not the water, Lily Yetis. The highest water content vegetable is actually the cucumber. The cucumber is shockingly fluid. The cucumber is 96% water. It's the same amount of water as the watermelon, which is called water. Right, which means your cucumber salad is actually a drink. <laughs> or is your cucumber salad a soup? <laughs> I'd like a cucumber. Yeah, I'll have a straw with that. Stick that cucumber in a soda machine. Yetis, you look fantastic today. And you know what would really make Thursday feel like the real Friday, Jack? What's that, Jack? If we got a bunch of five-star reviews we could read tomorrow. Agreed. Particularly written reviews. You know we love them so much we made a book out of them. We read them to each other. They're like poems. So Yetis, scroll down, drop a five-star review, and Jack and I, we can't wait to read it. And Nick and I, we'll see you tomorrow. Can't wait. Before we go, a happy birthday to Kyle Nolan Hill, who's turning 30 years old over in lovely San Diego. And happy birthday to Julian Eastmail, the father of Corgis, who's celebrating in Seattle. And Chase Knox, happy 30th birthday. Enjoy that trip to Berlin. Jack, any recommendations? What do you got? Currywurst, mit pommes, extra currywurst sauce. If das no, das no. By the way, the subway in Berlin, it's not free. They just go on the honor system. So you gotta buy a ticket. Like the self-serve soda machine. And to anyone else celebrating something today, make it a T-boy. Celebrate the wins. This is Jack. I own stock of Ford. <laughs> I felt a breath. He felt defensive. <laughs> I do. This is Jack. I own stock of Ford and Nick Come doesn't. <laughs>
If you like the best one yet, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. And before you go, tell us a little bit about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. We want to get to know you. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you, like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery+. Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen to Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more, Wondery means business.